Welcome to Category Visionaries, the show dedicated to exploring exciting visions for the future from the founders who are on the front lines building it. In each episode, we'll speak with a visionary founder who's building a new category or reimagining an existing one. We'll learn about the problem they solve, how their technology works, and unpack their vision for the future. I'm your host, Brett Stapper, CEO of Frontlines Media. Now let's dive right into today's episode. Hey, everyone, and thanks for listening. Today, I'm speaking with Jacqueline Chen, CEO and co-founder of Benepass, an employee benefits platform that's raised more than $14 million in funding. Jacqueline, thanks for chatting with me today. Thanks for having me on. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, so before we begin talking about what you're building, let's start with a quick summary of who you are and a bit more about your background. Sure. My name is Jacqueline. Growing up, I am the only child of Chinese immigrants. We moved to the United States when I was four years old, and I spent most of my life growing up in Indiana. I went to college at Penn in Philly, and my career out of college was in finance. I am a, I like to call it a recovering investment banker and late stage private equity investor. But my ambition personally was always to start something of my own. And so after graduating from business school, I launched Benepass with my two Mm co-founders. And that's what brings me here. Very cool. And just to understand what makes you tick as an entrepreneur and as a founder, what book would you say has had the greatest impact on you? I love the book called Give and Take by mm-hmm. Adam Grant. And it talks about people who are givers and takers, as the title would suggest. And in fact, you know, most people are somewhere in the middle, depending on the situation. And, you know, as an entrepreneur with an early stage startup that not enough people have heard of yet. I fashion myself as a giver. I'm listening intensely to people's problems and trying to give myself in that situation my very best problem-solving skills. And that's what gets kind of our early evangelists and early customers. And and I think that's what being an entrepreneur is and starting something of your own is that you want to, you know, you have a vision of where you see the world going that's different than where it is today. And you kind of want to give that vision and give your effort and energy and heart to that. And so I love thinking about, you know, interacting with people and thinking like, what can I do to like make their lives easier and be a giver in the situation? Nice. That's amazing. Well, let's talk about what you're doing now as an entrepreneur. So to dive into Benepass, what problem do you solve and how does the solution work? Benepass helps companies reimagine how they take care of their people. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is benefits historically been a very company-driven process. I mean, you work at a company, they tell you what your benefits are. And if you're lucky, you know, there might be a lot of individual things on offer and you can use a few of them for the betterment of your personal well-being and your family's well-being. But most of the time, and as was certainly my and my co-founder's experience working in the corporate world, those the things that your company offers aren't the things that you would pick for yourself. So what we're doing is turning that model around. And our product enables companies to let their employees choose what fits best for them without taking on the admin load of what limitless choices means. And for example... Our most popular benefit we offer today is called a lifestyle spending account. For some people, taking care of your well-being might mean a gym membership or a Peloton subscription. For others, it could mean you know a national park pass or a meditation app or getting pet insurance for you know your extended family and or getting a house cleaner, doing a special activity with your kids. 
in all those instances, our clients, the companies are setting general guidelines. For example, use these funds for your well-being. Mm-hmm. But it's broadly defined to enable the power of choice to the individual. And practically speaking, employees on Benipass get a Benipass Visa card and access to the mobile app and web portal. They can swipe anywhere Visa is accepted within the guidelines that are set by their employer. It's simple. It's intuitive. There's no points or gimmicks that are related. And we find that our clients celebrate the diversity of their employee base and really respect that individual preferences vary. And so they imply a similar attitude to not just, you know, personal well-being, but also things like work from home enablement, meals, rewards and recognition, professional development, and a long list of other benefits that are being deployed through our platform. Nice. That's super interesting. You know, as like a business owner, I've done a lot with benefits here. I tried to come up with you know, creative benefits to give employees. And one that we did a while back was you know, rolling out headspace accounts for everyone. Uh, and you know, we ended up spending a good amount of money on that. And then I realized that basically no one was doing it. Uh, you're like, yeah. 20% of people were actually doing it. Um, and then, you know, everyone finally told me that. It's like, all right, well, I'm just going to stop wasting money on this then if you know, no one wants to use it. But if I you know, instead had a list of options they could have chosen from there, that probably would have been a way better strategy, I'm guessing. Yeah, because they can choose something, you know, meditation's not for everyone or, you know, headspace instead of headspace, there's also calm or going to the gym. Those are all things I think that you as, you know, the employer would, you know, would theoretically love to support. And what's the typical like benefit dollar amount per month? Uh, what does that look like? Yeah, that certainly varies by the company size and your budget. We actually just published a benchmarking guide that sets kind of like small, medium, and large employers and what they typically offer. We see ranges anywhere from 50 bucks a month to $300 a month. And again, it really depends on how many different types of programs that the company is rolling in. If they're consolidating a bunch of different types, you might be on the bigger side. If companies are starting small, might be on the smaller side. But we work with, you know, we don't judge the amount. We don't judge the, you know, policy. We're just there to kind of make your vision happen. Got it. Yeah, I guess any amount is a good amount, right? If it's a benefit. We have some clients who even do, you know, 15 to 20 bucks for entertainment. So paying for Spotify or paying for Netflix. And that's the type of thing that really gets employees talking doesn't have to be a big budget, but you can tell, you know, your friends that your company pays for your Spotify subscription. That's pretty cool and unique. That has to be probably one of like the highest ROI spends that you could have, you know, paying for, for your sure. employees Spotify accounts costs 10 bucks, but it just sounds so cool compared to like a Headspace account or something like that. Yeah, I mean, and it's, I think for employers that, you know, depend, it could be a bunch of different things, but mm-hmm. in any event, it's much higher employee psychological ROI than adding, say, $10 to their paycheck. Yeah. If you add those 10 bucks, they'll forget about it and it'll be a de facto raise. <laughs> it might even be an insulting raise number because it's so small, but, you know, $10 to pay for a subscription, that's, there's a story there. Yeah, that makes sense. What are some of the other like creative benefits that you've seen companies offer? Yeah, this year or over the past few years, there's been a lot of things that are tied to current events. And so, for example, when the pandemic first hit, we did a lot of rejiggering benefits to reflect work from home enablement. So buying, you know, a monitor or a desk or ergonomic chair. 
Earlier this year, when the war in Ukraine broke out, we did a lot of charitable donations because employees wanted to just donate to you know local charities on the ground there. Three months ago, when the Roe versus Wade overturned decision officially kind of became the law in the U.S., we had mm-hmm. a lot of companies want to offer funds for travel, for out-of-state travel to access medical care. Wow. Um, so there's a lot of different things that can be done with our platform. Um, and we think of, you know, not just current events, but also what are your corporate values? We have one client that is a luxury retailer and they give their employees like kind of cultural funds to go to enjoy the arts because that's like a big part of their ethos. And so we really encourage our clients to think of like, what are the values that you have as a company? How can you respond quickly to current events and what your employees are going through? You know, in the last couple of months, it could be inflation, it could be gas cards or meal cards or things like that that are actively impacting their employees on a day-to-day basis. Nice. That's really interesting. And logistically, that just must make everything so much easier for the business, I'm guessing, right? Like when we've done things like with the George Floyd protest in June 2020, we had all employees send us a charity that they wanted us to donate to, and then we donated it you know, under their name. And it was such a hassle to logistically execute mm-hmm. on that idea. Like, I ended up spending like two days, you know, managing it. And it was such a hassle. It sounds like yeah. with your platform, that would just be almost instant or like very streamlined. Yeah, we, another analogy I like to use is we're kind of a Venmo between the company and the employee. So in that case, let's say you have a budget of like, you know, every employee can donate 50 bucks to the charity of their choosing. You can program that on our platform and then, you know, it's that those $50 are immediately in that employee's mobile app and in their mobile wallet or on the web platform. And they can just use that card number. You know, every charity has an online donation portal. Everyone knows how to use a credit card and they just swipe that 50 bucks at the charity of their choosing. And then for you as the employer, one, you don't have to do that paperwork yourself. But two, and you know, and this is really important for large employers, there's still that paper trail and documentation of who spent what where, which is obviously really important for kind of reconciliation accounting and for the finance team. And so that's the value that we drive is it's really easy for employees to choose something that is best for them within the guidelines of the company. But at the end of the day, all that information and admin on the back end is also synced. Nice. Wow, I love this product. It's so cool. And if we talk about you know the actual market that you're focusing on right now, is it SMB, mid-market, enterprise, or a mix of all three? Today, we're typically working with mid-size employers. So we define that as roughly 200 employees up to 5 to 10,000 approximately. And so these are companies that are, you know, they're past the smaller stage. They're starting to professionalize a lot of their processes and benefits. In general, total compensation is a big component of that. And today, there's roughly, there's about 45,000 companies in the U.S. alone that fit that target size. And these are companies that are also, you know, they're starting to compete with bigger enterprise companies that traditionally have very rich benefits. So what can they offer that is competitive and is going to attract the right type of talent without saying, oh, well, overnight, we can't onboard the 50 different point solutions that a much larger enterprise company might have access to. So that's the kind of you know first mover, if you will, type of employer that we work with. 
But we also know that these pain points exist at large enterprises too. I know because I used to work there and there used to be an internet page with you know, 50 logos of random deals and discounts and things that you know my, I knew I had access to. And I knew that the employer was spending a ton of money buying these subscriptions to all those things. But as you even experienced, you know, the utilization rates are typically maybe 10, 20% at best. And so I think it's something that we're hopeful that we can bring to large enterprises eventually. You know, the market for employee benefits is absolutely massive. There's in the US alone, there's 2 million companies that have at least 50 employees. And we think of that as the total addressable market because each and every single one of these companies must provide some type of benefit beyond just salary. Makes sense. And when it comes to market categories, how are you thinking about this? Is this a new category that's being built or is this chipping away and transforming an existing one? I'm going to cop out and say a combination of both. As a B2B company, I think you have to think of your market within the confines of a certain budget or line item for companies if you're going to have customers. And in that case, you know we're firmly in the benefits market. Mm-hmm. That's a massive line item that companies spend on. It's typically the second biggest one after salaries in terms of compensation. So in the US alone, 30% of total compensation is spent on benefits. And that sums to about $4 trillion. So it, wow. it's massive. But also, I think of Benefass as empowering HR and people teams with financial infrastructure to make their jobs easier and in turn to make their employees' lives better. We're not focused on a certain type of benefit. And, you know, for example, during the pandemic years, the trends were very much on remote work enablement, mental health, and even pet insurance because everyone got a dog during the pandemic. (laughs) Yeah, but these trends, you know, these benefit trends, they come and go. And the common thread through all of them is that the employer, the company, is providing funds to the employees to receive a certain product or service within a certain set of guidelines. And that provisioning between the employee and that third-party product or service provider with company supervision is is really difficult, as you've personally experienced. And that's often why companies choose point solutions, because they know that there's one product or service on offer, they know their employees are getting it, and that they can feel good about that. But what we're doing is we're changing and challenging that mindset that companies can provide choice and flexibility without taking on a significant administrative load when they partner with Metapass. And that's really possible through fintech and through financial infrastructure. Mm -hmm. That makes it possible for us to offer global parity. So a lot of our clients choose us because they have employees in 15 to 20 countries globally, and they need to be able to provide something for everyone that's locally and culturally aware, that's cost of living adjusted, And having the financial infrastructure really makes that possible because currencies and time zones, those are, you know, devils in the details, but very important details to the employee and user experience. And so we think of ourselves as like benefits infrastructure in a way that, you know, really hasn't been challenged since automated payroll was invented. Nice. That makes sense. And if we just look at, you know, that persona of the HR decision maker, I have to imagine right now that they're just bombarded with, you know, software solutions and new tools. And there's just been, you know, a lot of funding has gone to HR tech. How are you, you know, breaking through the noise and standing out with these decision makers? 
That is definitely true. And I also think that our buyers seat at the table during the pandemic has become more important than ever because, you know, the employee experience and how employees were interacting with the company really fundamentally changed. So for us, you know, we are a solution to get rid of that inbox, if you will. If companies choose to deploy with Benapass, effectively, they onboard us once And then any other types of point solutions that they may be pitched can be effectively, they can give to their employees through our platform. So, you know, in one year, let's say a lot of companies, what they'll do is they'll use a lifestyle spending account as the anchor and adjust what's eligible for it over time. So the first year, it might be replacing, let's say, a gym membership or a gym reimbursement. And they'll just broaden it to you know, all types of physical health. So you can go to the yoga studio, you can buy a Peloton, you can buy running shoes, what have you. And then the next year, they might add mental health as uh, eligible spend or pet insurance or kids activities. So all those vendors that were, you know, emailing them and saying, oh, you know, in order to deploy us and you'd have to get net new budget, you'd have to set up eligibility feeds, you'd have to do all this work. They can effectively green light that on our platform and say, hey, Employees, this lifestyle spending account that you have, it now covers mental health or it now covers pensions. And that kind of really makes their lives a lot easier and streamlines their offering into like one partnership with us, but being able to provide the flexibility of all those other options that their employees might want. Interesting. And yeah, as you know, taking an idea to market is never easy. What would you say is the biggest challenge that you've faced along the way? Yeah, it's been it's been a wild and crazy ride. I think what we're building is a pretty significant mindset shift for our people HR buyer and thinking of their benefits as not as a set menu, which is traditionally what it's thought of, but mm-hmm. fundamentally driven by employee personalization. That's not an easy mindset shift to do overnight. And so in most instances, we do start small. That example of turning a you know gym reimbursement into a broad wellness stipend, including mental health and family support, mm-hmm. or turning in-office lunch into a broad food program that allows for delivery, groceries, and restaurant takeout. And so we typically start small with our clients. And then once they hear from employees, wow, you're giving me these funds and trusting me to make a personal choice about my well-being and what's best for my family... Once they get that feedback, that really opens people's eyes to, oh, it's not just this one program that we could broaden for employee personalization and flexibility. It's a lot of other things too. And that's when we really kind of open their minds to say, okay, well, these are the other things that can be consolidated under Benepass. And this is just going to be so much easier for me in the future and scalable, sustainable as we you know, go to hire more people potentially expand into more countries, that's when the real unlock happens. And if we zoom out into the future, what does that five-year vision look like for you? Yeah, my long-term vision for Benepass is to be in every employee wallet. And for employees, let's say, to show up on their first day of work, they know what their salary compensation is going to be. And then the company says, here's the budget we've set aside for you this year, for you and your family on your well-being. And, you know, for a, let's say a fresh grad out of school, that might be, you know, they probably don't need a ton of health insurance, but for financial stability, maybe that means student debt repayment. 
And it means, you know, maybe they live in a city and it means going to the gym. Um, And if they have leftover funds, it could be, you know, paying for meals out. Then for, you know, someone who is mid-career, maybe has a family for them, it's probably more fulsome health insurance set or coverage. It might mean saving for retirement, so 401k, and then paying for dependent care. I think of all those choices as things that employees should be able to make for themselves and for the companies to be able to treat those dollars somewhat fungibly. Because really, at the end of the day, I think if you ask the typical company, those two benefit plans, they would for sure support. They would understand like, okay, that makes a lot of sense for that person to opt in into those benefits. And we want them to be able to take care of themselves and their family in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not possible today with the tools that they have. And it's really, really difficult, which means that we kind of are stuck in this like point solution deluge, if you will. And so my long-term vision is for Benipass to be kind of that central platform that we enable that super easy, seamless user experience. But on the back end for our admins and our customer, which is that HR and people operations professional really making it easy for them to be able to give their employees that choice. Nice. Amazing. Well, unfortunately, that's all we're going to have time to cover for today. Before we wrap, if people want to follow along with your journey as you build this company out, where's the best place for them to go? Yeah, our website is www.benepass.com, B-N-E-P-A-S-S. We regularly publish content around employee benefits, customer stories in terms of what our customers are using the platform to do, and then also follow us on LinkedIn as well. So it's spelled B-E-N-E-P-A-S-S, and we're available on all those platforms. Amazing. Well, thanks again for your time and look forward to seeing you execute on this vision. Thanks so much, Brett. Appreciate it. All right. Keep in touch. Bye.